going on everyone welcome to episode 9 of the mandatory codec i'm your host sparty and this uh, episode will be all about the upcoming mgs3 european extreme tournament so it's taking place february 26 27 28 um with uh, six participants i have myself participating as well as apache and uh, Major Zero, who are on this call, but we know we'll cover a little more than just the tournament, just the whole MGS3 stuff. So let's get started. So I'd like to welcome my guests first. Uh, so I got Apache with me, staff, longtime MGS3 runner. How's it going, Apache? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Really glad to be here. I'm looking forward to talking about the game with everyone. Nice, nice. Um, second guest, Major Zero, current world record holder, mod of MGS3. What's going on, Major? Hey, Sparty. Hey, Apache. Hey, many guys. Good to be here, like like Patty said. I'm excited. Cool. And finally, we got uh, Mini, mod of MGSR. I uh, probably have heard of him. Long time MGS3 runner. Just knows everything about everything that is MGS3. What's going on, Mini? I am doing all right. Hopefully, you're doing great as well. I'm doing fine. Got got some food. Got some Chick Fil A. I'm ready to get started on the podcast. So. Um, I've had Major and I've also had um, Apache before. We talked a little bit about our MGS3 intros, how we got started. But Mini, I haven't heard your side. So I'm pretty sure I'd like to do an, you know, an episode just with you to break down your whole speed or anything. But let's just stick to MGS3 for now. So what got you started in 3? How did you get started in just the speed one, even if you were before like just doing it? casually then into the speedrunning scene yeah so i watched um one of uh hikari's like really old uh runs on youtube i think it was one of his ps2 runs and i thought it was super cool and i was like oh i want to do that i want to do what he did and so that was pretty much just because it was actually hikari that got me into speedrunning it was his um his ps2 runs that got me into it i watched those a bunch and thought it was really cool and then uh i gave it a a try myself um with the hd collection when that released and i just did it mostly for fun at the time because i just wanted to give it a shot and then afterwards once i kind of stopped playing i never stopped following the progression of the game like i kept paying attention to it i just didn't really play at the time and so mm. i saw all the advancements and the and all the new stuff come along the way but yeah it was it was old uh subsistence runs from hikari that got me into it so when did you start doing your own runs of three um it was probably in like 2013 or 14 somewhere around there mm -hmm. i didn't have a great capture setup at the time so i mostly just and it's not like at the time my times were any good or anything but i still wish i had video of those but i, I sadly do not but from 2013 yeah. <laughs> mini speed running and that was on ps2 you said back then or were no you... that was on that was on ps3 okay that was on PS3. Okay. Um, and then let's go to Apache. I know we talked a little bit about it, but just a few words of um, how you got started with the whole MGS3 speedrunning. 
yeah, um, I was obviously uh, speedrunning Metal Gear Solid 2, so when I started, when I first got into Metal Gear speedrunning, I started with very easy MGS2, and then I played uh, MGS1, any percent easy for a while. Um, but before I even sort of got into those two games, I'd seen Jack do uh, Jaguar King do MGS3 European Extreme at GDQ, mm-hmm. and like I, I loved the game anyway. Like obviously, I, lo- I love MGS one, two, and three, um, but just the way you played it was completely different from anything I'd ever seen in my life, and uh, I, I just thought it was such a unique looking run. Um, the, even with the problems he had in that run, like I, I just thought it was so beyond anything I'd ever seen before. Um, so I really, really wanted to be that good at the game then, but I was in the mindset of, you know, it's not, it's not possible. Like, you know, he's obviously just born that good at the game. Mm. Um, and then when I first picked up speedrunning MGS3, it really wasn't about European Extreme. I, I wanted to get the the very easy world record because I'd noticed that the the very easy time was higher than the European Extreme time. So. Mm. Like I was just openly writing on the Discord, like this this time this time can be beaten by so much, and obviously I was experienced at running lower difficulties, so I knew kind of what to look for, um, uh, and so I was obsessed with that for a while, and eventually moved up the difficulties, and uh, I've pretty much, you know, had a crack at everything in three, except for the Caratans. Yeah, you're talking about like Jag running it. Uh, before Jag, it was um, what was the other runner's name that got the Foxhound rank in MGS? Molotov. 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 Had I, had his ne- run. I had never seen that before. Right, and then so I saw Molotov's run, and then going from that to like Jag's run, you see like so many new strats. Even if it wasn't like for the hardcore MGS3 speedrunner that already knows, they kept up to date. But just in a big stage like that, you go from you know Molotov's run, and then you go up to Jag's run to come up. You know, you see how faster that run can get um and i remember you posting stuff about mgs3 very easy when you were first starting to run in the discord and i was always thinking like there's no way he can get faster than euro time like i was one of those people (laughs) i had i had no idea what ve would even like consisted of it was just like blatant arrogance on my part i'm like there's no way ve can beat hikari's time of 117 probably like i don't know what this guy's talking about and uh, 119 the, the hikari's time was 11934 yeah. and the very and the very easy time was like i think it was 11937 or 39 something something like that who was it with the, um, uh, with that time iridescence ah so his was the 119 okay and now what is the ve time 110 <laughs> Something. Twenty-three. <laughs> it's fast. Yeah. Okay. So, thanks, Apache. And then, Major, I had you last week. We talked a lot about MGS3. So, just a little um, repetition, a little intro of how you got into MGS3 speedrunning. Um, my story is remarkably similar to Minis. Um, in 2004, 2005, mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine had MGS2 and 3, uh, and he showed me Speed Demos Archive. Uh, MGS3 specifically, and I saw Hikari's run on SDA at the time, uh, and I tried to replicate that myself to little success, but that's what really showed me that speedrunning existed, um, particularly for MGS3. Alright, so we got some Hikari uh, influenced runners here, 
and now they're competing with him for the top time <laughs> in in Euro. Um, then we got Mini as well. So Mini, Major, Akari, and then uh, Apache from the GDQ scene. So uh, great to see that. So let's get right into the first topic, and that's the world record production pro- progression. Excuse me. Um, so someone who is more familiar with the timeline of where the runs first started to where it is now. I'm going to hand it off to Major. So talk a little bit about the earliest that you know of what the world record was in Euro Extreme and then what the progression was. Yeah, the I don't remember what the record was in 2004 or 2005, but I okay. can bet you it's come down by a lot. Um, the oldest record that I know of today would be something like 140, 45, 43, 45, something like that on PS2, of course, uh, which would probably be about 2009 or so, 2009, maybe 2010. Uh, honestly, this game has seen a lot of a lot of its progression in just the last few years, uh, like six years or so. Um, the PS2 record now, I think, is what, 127 on New Game Plus for... Um, uh, Euro? I th- think that's correct, yeah. Yeah, 127. Um, Hikari has dominated the world record scene uh, in MGS3 for most of its lifetime, I think I'm correct in saying that, right, guys? Uh, I would agree yeah, with you, yeah. Yeah, so basically, like, the record at first, like, when... Because for a long time, it was a lot of, like, just form posts of people posting times... And just images. I think the first recorded run was by um, Kikujiro-chan. I think he did the first like video-proof single segment run, if I'm not mistaken. And then was this the same Hikari one kinda... that was on the Legacy episode? Is this the yes, same? Okay. it was. Yeah, yeah, it's the same run. Okay. And then Hikari would take it back. Would take it from him. And then I think it was like a couple more like non a couple more records that didn't have any video and then eventually Hikari got it and then kept it for a long time. Cuz he did do a couple PS2 runs. I only know it's like modern progression. Mm-hmm. Um so as as long as I was familiar with it as long as I played the game and competed in it or certainly even knew about the speedrun.com page um hikari's 11931 mm-hmm. was uh it was actually he actually got that on the 18th of july 2016 um and it stayed until the 29th of may 2020 so ne- nearly four years he held that record for now so since it came down so much why do you think it just stalled for so long was it just that no new runners were going for top times is it just that simple or just the right runners weren't um, getting involved i think there was there was there was such like a, a a bias about it that it was so good and so beyond like what it actually was people were kind of afraid to beat it i think raichu was good enough to beat it for a long time like a very very long time Um, there was there was probably like a full year year and a half of raichu running it where he could have beat it and the only person stopping him was himself because um raichu used to reset so much in the beginning and he had like 
loads of time save at the end of his game. Um, I I beat Hikari's time. I beat his 1931 on the 29th of May 2020. I remember that. On, after I beat it, I, I sent Raichu my splits. I literally sent them to him and said, like, your your whole the whole first half of your run is so much better than mine use these splits um and like because and because i knew as soon as he saw the time save versus mine mm -hmm. he would know that he can get record and literally the very next day he he got record so all that time he was running he had he had the ability to do it but he was like preventing himself from doing it if, if that makes sense so then right you the very next day gets the first 118 118.46 mm -hmm. um i mean the, the whole the whole world record progression was just smashed in in may last year it went hikari me raichu hikari me hikari major like it went from being unbeatable for four years to you know five different people holding the record in the space of two months so what prompted the record to go down was it just new strats when you were comparing your your strats what you were doing to Akari's time and you and Raichu and Major also kind of were playing hot potato with the with the record was it more just coming up with new stuff that saved time or was it seeing what Hikari did wrong and improving on his route that was it was the was latter a... he had a huge time loss in the end in that 119 that he had that was where he messed up the end and had to do that uh, backup strat. Like he ran to the yeah. Next he probably lost twenty-five seconds plus there. Yeah, like you, you could have. The reason why Raichu was able to beat it like so quickly is because Raichu, on average, would play like about the same in a lot of areas as Hikari. All Raichu had to do was play average and not make that mistake. That was all he had to do, and but obviously he did more than that, but. From like just a pure like time saves protective, that was all he had to do. I think it was a, a mentality thing. Like, you know, I, I spoke to Raichu every single day. He knew me, um, and he knew he could beat me. Like, you know, on paper, he can look at himself play and look at me play and think, you know, I I, I can beat you in all of these areas. But when he looks at Hikari like someone he didn't speak to someone who was like i don't i don't know what the better word is like mysterious hikari's kind of mysterious mm -hmm. like he would psych himself out and i'd seen him on multiple runs on you know world record pace where he just has to do like this one thing in the end game and he and he would and he would mess it up and it's like the mgs3 end game is no way near as hard as the first 40 minutes like the first 40 minutes of the run are ridiculous in I comparison agree. um I, I do I can't even explain it because it's, it's so hard to like look back on how the game was now but it, it 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 really was like a big mystery it was like oh this 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 unknown force that no one really has contact with and no one can really ask him about different parts of his run and and no one can beat him and you know I'm, it, it, it was kind of cool to experience but I'm, I'm glad it I'm also glad it's not like that anymore um, but I don't, um, I, I don't think it was like just a case of he had this mistake at the end and people just needed to fix that. Like in general, the actual skill of the people who were still running three and talking to one another 
we all had to get so much better at the game than we were, like, because we, we were all super, super bad. I well, agree. I would say super bad. But... <laughs> like, what? But, I yeah, agree. That, yeah. Go ahead, Major. Uh, um, I, I remember vividly, um, right before you, you took uh, the 1931, um, I remember vividly you were saying that so many people who were running MGS3 had what it took to beat it. It's just no one was in the right mindset to do it. They all thought, oh, this run's unbeatable. Time can't be brought down by much. It's just the end where this mistake was. And all you needed to do was show them, and then that would open up the floodgates. And we were all looking at you like you were crazy. Like, this guy, he thinks he's just going to take the... He's going to bring it down to, like, 117. Oh, that's insane! But, <laughs> no, you were dead right. <laughs> yeah, um... Because you could just see it, like the the, the last key, there, there was a huge um, disconnect between um, old runners. Like people were running the game, like, let's say like the old old generation of runners, so VPP, Cerberus, um, Molotov, Hikari was part of it. Obviously, he kept playing, but Hikari, Mini, etc. Like they were like this old knowledge, and a lot of them don't play the game anymore. And then the game is kind of like, it's just Raichu, right? It's just Raichu, like, grinding out runs on his own. Um, and then the new runners come along, and no one knew how to do the Shagohard loop. So we were all trying to beat this time, and none of us knew how to infinite the Shagohard. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we would, like, get way better at the start of the game. We would get way better at, like, all the little nuance, and we'd become, like, able to keep our Foxhound for longer and longer. Um, and get more consistent. But every single time we got to that Shagohard fight, we would lose like one and a half minutes because we just didn't know what the hell we were doing. Uh, and then VPP posted like a big explanation of how it works, how to always get into the Shagohard loop position. And I swear to God, like there was like, you know, me, Major and Raichu, all of a sudden mm -hmm. we were like a minute and a half faster, two minutes <laughs> faster, just because of this one one room like this that, one trick will save you a minute and a half that right there <laughs> surprised me the most because i would think okay you major raichu are all like top skilled runners like it never occurred to anyone to just look at what everyone else was doing and just do that is it just you didn't get the pattern down or it just didn't cross your mind that that this could be like what do you call it i guess we, we would manipulate i mean i i I learned to do that fight from watching like Jag and, and Raichu do it and they mm -hmm. they just kind of like freehanded it yeah. and they were good like they were good at like hitting the back do you know and you're not quite able to see it and you can do like this you because you can hit the back from the front but only in specific circumstances where like a corner of it sticks out like and like they were amazing at doing that like they were so good at it and I just thought you had to get better at doing that like I just mm -hmm. thought you had to become where you never miss opportunities to hit the back um and then so like i'd go back at that like some point way later when i was running european extreme and i was talking about like getting world record i went back and watched it and i was like wait what the hell's going on here like you know they're just they're just able to hold the back of it how the hell does this work in fact i just recall 
I was beginning to find a way to hold the back of it like myself. And I, I think I, I could probably find a message that I've sent to Major saying like, I think I can hold the back of the Shagohad the whole time, but I, I didn't know how it worked. And then I watched the old runs and they're literally already doing it. And I'm like, wait, what the hell? What is this? How do you do this? Yeah, I remember you posted in MGS3. You, you, it was just an offhand comment. I think you'd lost a run to the Shagohad or something the day before. And you asked in MGS3 channel in the, in the Discord server, um, hey, does anyone know any anything about the Shagohod? How I can get more damage, more DPS, basically. And then VPP, the absolute legend, uh, he doesn't he doesn't type much, as far as I know. I never see the guy, but he, the absolute legend, came to our rescue and posted a, a thorough explanation of the loop for us in the channel. Uh, and from that, we were all able to figure it out and, and get it going, no problem. One of the other th weird things about the loop is that the way that Hikari does it is not obvious that he's doing a loop. Uh, he he freehands the first shot. So the way that the um, Shagohod loop works is you have to time that first shot very precisely. That is the crux of the loop. If you don't get that, the loop's pretty much dead. Um, so we use a buffer for that. Uh, it's very obvious in a run if you look for that today uh, from you know most of the runners. But the way that Hikari was doing it for the last 15 years, he freehands that first shot on the left tread uh, instead of the right tread like we normally do. So that was hard for us to grasp that grasp that he was doing a loop at all. Right, and when I look at the the top runners, they're either not very um, active, even in MGSR, they're not even in MGSR at all. When you look at guys like Hikari, Foxy, um, VPP, No Name Nanashi, like all these runners that had top times on the boards, they just you know either they weren't around or they just weren't active much. So it was hard to gain that knowledge from like the previous runners to then now the new runners that are going for these top times. So I think that's where like there was some lost in transition knowledge between the two sides. Yeah, the game the game died. I think I think it's fair to say that like MGS3 speedrunning um mm -hmm. was just dead. Like you oh. know, it was active for a spell. I wouldn't say People dead. I'd say like then... top world record runs were dead. Yeah, like it, it, it had its time. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it had its time, and you know, multiple people felt like it was explored, and you know, there was nothing else to find. And well, right. you know, we found all kinds of things now, and even like people you never, you know, not just in MGSR, people outside of MGSR have come into the game and found stuff. Uh, you know, GoGo uh, -Go Time found a forty-five time, sorry, a thirty-second time save at the end. Um, Appel, who wasn't like a, a Metal Gear speedrun, I think he had a Peace Walker IL or something like that. Like <laughs> he uh, appeared out of nowhere yeah, and was yeah. like, "Hey guys, I've absolutely broken the game," um, and I still think it has huge ways to go. Huge, huge ways to go. So let's uh, let's talk about future world record progression. How far do you think this category can be pushed without? you know, a major skip or a major new strat being found. 115 is happening. I promise. So you're 10 seconds away. 115 is happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, currently. Only 10 seconds. 10 little seconds that can be saved in many places along the run. Uh, currently, my sum of best is a 115.29, and that can come much lower. That's with not very good splits in some places. Uh, I think that 114 is possible. It'll be hard. It'll be a damn good run. 
but 114 I think is about the limits of single segment right now. Okay. All right. I uh I think we need to stop caring about how good a run is based on the length of time the black screens are between two mm -hmm. rooms. Like we, we you know for 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 a time I was really obsessed with load trick and having the best game version testing digital versus disc but mm. with this load remover that we're using for the uh for the uh tournament like i i felt such a a breath of fresh air in just running the game to mm. play as well as possible i okay. i i it's totally changed my mindset and the way i approach the game how i feel about it when i turn it on like i i have never enjoyed the game more when I just concentrate on getting the best run possible and don't think, oh, have I set load trick up yet? Mm -hmm. Oh, and, oh, do I need to, you know, go to this section and restart? And oh, my loads are a bit slower yeah, today. Yeah. Like, Apache, Apache, I'm gonna cut you I, off you know, right here, like, just because we'll talk about the load remover in just a second, and we'll go more in depth <laughs> about that. So the other thing I just want to touch base before we go into the whole tournament load remover everything is the rank one bias. Um, so Mini, can you talk about like what was the environment? of MGS3 running? Was it just either Foxhound or don't submit at all? Uh, well, cause it, it kind of like spawned from being like a, just a, a pure challenge run. Like at the, like in the earliest days of it, it was mostly just like people were like doing like, oh yeah, look how good I am at MGS3, I got Foxhound. Mm -hmm. And then eventually people started posting them and then people were like, oh, we can beat this like faster. And eventually people started like going for Foxhound, but also trying to get a fast time. So like it's, it's start was like rooted in a, in a challenge run. And then over time, it, while still being a challenge run going for rank one, it's, it's evolved into more of a speed run now. Um, but as far as like submitting, like people posting like a photo of their results screen or like people like submitting to SDA, because there weren't very many SDA submissions for MGS3, but back then it was like, oh yeah, I had a couple attempts that died, but I finally got my Foxhound, and then they would post it. And so yeah, it was kind of like only Foxhound, but not out of like a hatred for getting a lower rank. It was just like, that was the goal of the challenge run, was to get Foxhound. So that was just what people did. And then over time, it kind of actually became a speed run. But its earliest days was, yeah, just, just a challenge yeah. run. Yeah, I feel like I agree with you. At the beginning stages, it almost felt like there wasn't a whole speed run, quote unquote, community. It was more like a challenge run community um, just to yeah. try to get that rank one. Like time, it was rank was important first just to say, you know, it's challenging. I got this Foxhound rank. And then time was like a like a second thing where now it's more you know we have a speed run community where we're focusing more about time the leaderboards getting names up yeah. there so it just kind of evolves so yeah i do agree with you uh patchy what are your uh, experiences with the whole rank one thing like when i came into the game i was like what the hell are you people doing getting rank one like that i hate whenever i have a goal for something i'm not gonna have an, another goal that opposes my first goal so i'm like you know this is this is how i started and and, and my opinion does change massively but um I, all i cared about was the clock you know it's speed running i want the lowest time possible if i can now get an advantage on you because you're going for rank one 
you know, I'm, I'm just going to take that time save all the way. And I did multiple times. Like, uh, lethal bike chase, don't have the menu. Killing Volgin is faster. Um, I just used to, to get cleaner menus in the early game, I would just be headshotting guards. Like, uh, as soon as I leave the pain, um, I, I, I wouldn't. I would have like the lethal gun because I'm going to shoot the barrel for the end so I would headshot the first guard lethally shoot the barrel to hurt the end and then shoot the guy outside the lab as well like all lethal because I wouldn't have to menu then um, and that's and that's how I felt I was like you know I don't give a shit about rank 1 um, I've done a lot of rank 1 runs recently I've done uh, Tuxedo Foxhound uh, Perfect Stats multiple multiple foxhound runs and the way i see it now is this they are two very different runs with with different goals in mind in i still think going for pure time you should play lethally um the the best like similar situation i can give in in uh high level chess when uh you are winning against an opponent and your the, the simplest way i can describe it is when your pieces are a lot better um, you know, you can just go around the board and decimate all their pieces, right? You can, you know, like just start picking off their pieces because you have them in a bad position. But the most beautiful players of the game never do this. Like, that's, they don't just butcher their enemies' um, pieces. They will just look for, like, where they can checkmate. And I think it's the difference between a butcher's game and an artist's game. Um, I like both playstyles, but there is something special in rank one speedruns that i think is worth appreciating yeah that's a that's honestly a pretty good comparison mm -hmm. because like again like the start of mgs3 as a speedrun really like if we're talking like purely focusing on time and nothing else it really didn't start as a speedrun until recently because it was just the challenge run was the more popular thing to do it was the thing that more players liked to do, and and time was more of like a a secondary thing in in that kind of like play style. Mm -hmm. I do agree that like yeah, if you want to get the fastest time, you wouldn't care about rank one. Like you just there's no reason to go for it if you're just going for like the fastest world record you can on European Extreme. You would be losing time going for non-lethal strategies in a lot mm -hmm. of areas. But it didn't. It didn't start that way. It started as a challenge run, and some people just find that more fun. Some people just find it more fun to go for all the non-lethal strategies and get the foxhound rank, right? Right. Because that's kind of what the game started as. It's really just a, a like a mindset thing. Like, what do you care more about? Do you care more about like actually going fast on the hardest difficulty, or do you want to go fast on the hardest difficulty with an added challenge to it? Hmm. so it's just kind of like a it's just different ways to play the game i guess yeah i think casually it comes down to it's it. more uh i guess more people can do the foxhound rank and the way mgs3 set up i would say 95 percent or whatever high percent you want to run you're going to do foxhound strats anyway just because it's game over if discovered if you're running it on euro um so that kind of carries over but Apache, you said you have an appreciation for rank one. Now, was this always the case? Because I kind of felt no. I got the vibe from you no. where you're like, rank one has no place in speedrunning at all. Get it out of my face. I hated you all. <laughs> I, I literally, I was like, 
why why have these people done this to the game like why why have they become obsessed with this rank like like this rank isn't even hard to get and it's just like it's just two very different runs it's 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 like this game lets us play both ways right this mm-hmm. game allows us to like like if you want you can get you can get the stats page to read all zeros like at what at what point do you have to improve there it's only the time that's left um like it's one of the best things about the game is like and i, and I didn't even see it, it it's just that it lets you pick yeah. it lets you pick every single room you have so many options and i I just see foxhound playthroughs as something completely separate to a pure time run now it, it's just different i agree uh major what are your thoughts i pretty much agree i um obviously i started out as a foxhound runner that's pretty much what i've always done it's what i've always gone for but i'm in the transition of getting away from that um getting to the point it's not there yet, but it's getting to the point where uh, Foxhound is holding me back. Um, so I, I'm excited to see wh- just how much time, first of all, non-Foxhound strats save, because I don't think anyone's ever timed that. I'm very curious to see exactly how much it is. I think it's about 10 to maybe 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. It's not a huge amount, but it's a, it's put it, put it this way. It's enough to get 115. Right. Or right now, the record's 115, 115. 10. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. I meant like if I had done um non-foxhound strats and executed, of course, decently, mm-hmm. um, my one six ten would most likely be scraping by on a one fifteen. Are you still so, grinding fox- for the foxhound mm-hmm, rank one fifteen? Or are you slowly transitioning to yeah, get one fifteen no matter what? I think my goal right now is to do a one fifteen foxhound run and then I'm going to abandon it. Okay. I think that's how I feel about it right now. <clears throat> okay. Anyone else have anything to say rank one before we move on to the next topic? Yeah, I just wanted to go off of what, what Major said real quick. It's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, like, if you, like, obviously, in, in terms of, like, a pure, like, speedrunning context, excuse me, if your only goal is the world record, then there is no reason for you to do Foxhound. Like, just straight up. If that's your goal don't do foxhound because mm-hmm. like apache said it's literally holding you back from getting faster times but again some people just like doing it that way and not everyone also wants to run this game to go for the record so that's kind of honestly it's why i like this game so much it's just like you can play however the hell you want like mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want there's so many things you can do in every difficulty in every room that that's just why it's great. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah. Um, not just that, but you got other no... challenge runs too, like uh, Karatan, yeah. Morcore. You can you can do a bunch of stuff. Go ahead, Apache. When when uh when you first pick up this game, there's a lot of hard stuff going on. Don't also put the added additional challenge and pressure on yourself to get the best rank in the game. And if you don't get the best rank in the game, you feel like you, you know your runs worse because of it. Just kill everyone with the SVD and the bike chase. Like, like worry about <laughs> other stuff first. Like, yeah. you know, get better at the mm-hmm. boss loop and stuff. It's like, you know, there's so much time to be saved in the game that, like, just like get comfortable with it first and then go mm-hmm. from there. And don't let anyone make. If you if you want to get Foxhound and that's all you care about, like your your Silent Martyr, right? Silent Martyr only cared about getting Foxhound. 
good for him. Like, you know, he achieved that, and that's what his goal was. But if you just want to play the game and have fun, don't let anyone make you think you have to get fucked down, because you don't. Right. Like, yeah. you know, and optimally, we know that Chameleon's the best, going to be the best ranked time-wise. Um, yeah. And and if you took if if you see me lethal in a run, you're like, ah, you lethal. This is a bad run. I, I've got Foxhound in tuxedo. I can do what I want. <laughs> got that? You just had to get that just so you can tell them <laughs> if someone if someone says something like that. At least at least once a day. Yeah. Tuxedo, by the way. Yep, I got yeah. Foxhound, but he's the link. All right. Well, very well said. Let's go to now. Let's talk about the event. So the event's coming. MGS three Euro tournament. February 26, 27, 28th. We got six participants. Um, so I'll be racing Joseph Joestar. Jaguar King will be racing Big O Chief. Then the winner of Jaguar King Big O Chief will move on to play Major Zero, who has a bye week. And the winner of myself and Joe will go on to play Apache, as he has a bye. I said bye week. Now I'm thinking football terms. So he has a bye. Um, so before we go into that, let's talk about the load remover. Now this is a new feature we're using for this tournament. As some people's PS, like you know how the PS3 is with this, everyone's loads are are different. Um, so major, go ahead, go into load remover, how it was created, a little background on it, and how it works in the upcoming tournament. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously loads are something we struggled with in MGS3 a lot. MGS3 has always been a victim of the hardware arms race from the day it came out in 2004. Uh, there was always the opportunity to get a newer console that was able to run the game faster than someone who had an older console. And that continues to be the, the case today, even with the new Xbox Series X and S. Uh, we cannot escape <laughs> escape this, basically. So instead, we decided to find a way to work with it. Um, Appel, uh, who is, who is a programmer extraordinaire and big-time MGS3 fan, has always been interested in, in doing that, and he's been working on other solutions for auto-splitters and load removers and stuff like that, but they always required things like custom firmware and stuff like that. And one day he just messaged me and said, I wonder if we could look at black screens and compare them to things like the camo index, which is always visible, and de uh, determine that the game is loading based on that. So he worked up a tool that did just that. Um, and that's what we have today. The, uh, uh, the load remover is nothing more than an auto splitter. Uh, sorry, excuse me. Um, a live split component that just plugs into your timer as you would with anything else, any other component, uh, like, a, like an auto splitter. And what it does is it looks at a video feed, for example, an OBS preview. And it looks in the top right of the screen to see the camo index, which is always visible and always bright. Um, even when it's even when you've got a low a high camo index, it's still pretty bright. It looks at uh, an area to the bottom right of the screen and an area in the center of the screen to see if uh, those areas together are black or white. And if they are, it determines that the game is loading because, like I said before, the camo index is always visible during gameplay. The only time it's not is if you're paused, well, specifically unpausing or in a cutscene or loading, of course. So. Um, it because the, the the screen is black or white white during a load it stops mm -hmm. the timer during that time but if you were to watch a cutscene for example or go into the caves you would still have something bright on the screen be it the camo index or the cutscene itself so it would be uh running as normal um and it doesn't require any sort of custom firmware or any sort of modifications to your console to run that's why we're interested in using it for uh the tourney everyone can run it regardless of platform regardless of modifications and it's a really good equalizer for everyone 
right? My first thought was when there's a load remover is, what if the screen is all black? Like right after you fight Ocelot and you go into the cave, like would it just stop counting there? But it actually looks at the camo index at the top right, you said. So it's good to hear. Uh, Mini, yep, what are your because thoughts? Because the camo index is Right, 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 right. Uh, Mini, what are your thoughts on the load remover? Uh, I am really excited for the load remover. I want, I hope it can be like just worked out and be perfect, and then it can be standardized, and we can finally come to an agreement on when the hell you're supposed to stop <laughs> the real time. Because <laughs> no one knows. Yeah. Everyone does it differently. Some people do it when they shoot the boss, some people do it when they shoot Ocelot, some people do it when they, you know, cancel the, the last save prompt, some people do it when the results screen shows up. Like, it's been like no one know no one has a consistent yeah. end for that. I think I've But the main thing is those. just that the main thing is just that it will remove uh the arms race in a sort of. It'll mostly remove the arms race uh in getting a good time and mm -hmm. it will focus almost purely on gameplay skill, which is is a great thing. Like yeah. that's that's what we want, basically. Yeah, biggest thing for me... So I'm very excited for it. Besides the arms race, is just the loading trick. Get that out of my face. That was the one big thing. Oh, I never, I never ever did load trick. Yeah. I always thought it was so stupid. I did it a few times, but like the third day of doing attempts with load trick, I couldn't do it anymore. Apache, load trick, what do you think? Or not load trick, load remover, what do you think? You know, the number of times that someone will be uh, just watching a you know, we'll be watching some MGS3, might be in a VoIP with someone, or, you know, they're in our stream chats, and they'll say, oh, yeah, MGS3, it looks like a cool game to run. I'm going to run it. Um, I have this PS3. It's, a, you know, it's a fat one. I've got the game on the disc. It's like, great. Uh, you will never be able to get a good time. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, what else do you t what else do you tell a person? It's like, you know, realistically, you cannot get a good time on the, on your setup, right? And not just that. But every single time you want to attempt to get like the best time you possibly can on your console, you got to play for forty minutes first, and then you got to re reset. Yeah. Like it is the worst introduction to the game possible. It is the worst way to describe the game that you love playing because the actual speed run is so good. It is just, in my opinion, it's it, it's the best speed run. It's so good, um, and like we're just like we, we you know because you don't want to you don't want to you know lie to people you want to tell them what's going on with it like mm -hmm. that, that's just the reality of it the load remover gets rid of basically everything we don't like about the game right yeah. um i remember when i first got into mgs3 and i really didn't even have any clue what a load trick was but once i started learning all that and the ps3 you know it just it just doesn't encourage a good competitive environment when you first have to talk about the hardware. Um, I don't think that's ever the right way to go, but yeah, I'm looking yeah, forward to the, to the load trick remover. Um, so going from there into... Load trick remover. Load trick remover. <laughs> load trick remover. I, but we I should think, just call it. I think that's a good, that. good name for it. Widget, at least that's the way I look it. at it. Load Get trick it out remover. of here. Yeah. Take it you out know, the one, door. One more thing about that, by the way. Um, the, the load remover is going to, because it's eliminating load trick, it's going to allow us to do potentially some new tech. So like uh, Apache mentioned before, Appel has completely broken MGS3. There's actually a, a pretty significant zip 
in the game um, that you can do. But the problem is it's not convenient and sometimes impossible to do with loading trick. Uh, because if you pause the game too many times or reset, it, it just gets weird. So um, now that we can eliminate loading trick, we have the potential to do some of these zips and experiment with them some more. So that's very interesting to me. So a load trick remover could just change the whole way the run is routed. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Right. I was also, experimenting with it the other day. It also actually makes the sorrow makes sorrow strats viable on every right. difficulty now as well because there's yeah. slightly different ways of doing the sorrow on every difficulty to do him the fastest. Mm -hmm. But with using the IGT, none of the time in the sorrow actually counts to the IGT. Technically, like you could get world record and walk to the, all the way to the end of the river in the sorrow, and none of that time counts. Um, so it adds another another room that you actually have to perform well in. Which good I like. Point, good point. Yeah, but that'll change that at least. Okay, so let's go into now. We'll go full into the to the tourney. Um, I'll start with you, Apache. I think you have the most race experience out of everyone here. I could be wrong, but that's just my guess. Um, so go with you. Yeah, I think I think. What's... I mean, I, d I don't know what mini. I don't know what mini gets up to at like three o'clock in the morning, racing like some weird Japanese game with like in some sort of secret Discord. I'm it's sure. A, he, I'm sure. He, a, I'm sure mini does loads of uh, loads of stuff run. like that. Yeah, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does all kinds of things. But I mean, I, I, I've competed in MGS two. I did every mm -hmm. every tournament for for V. There's been. I've raced anyone basically on a whim. Uh, I was in V League, which was eleven weeks of it um more than 11 weeks of it it was so long um i i have got a 7 and 0 record in mgs3 so any any mgs3 race on the channel that you've seen in like the last year and a half or whatever it's probably been me in it um mm -hmm. and i've never been beat so i definitely have the most race experience out of everyone so, in, in in this tournament so talk a little about the race environment and it's it's very different, or do you treat it as different as going for like a PV or world record, or do you treat both of them the same? No, it's totally different. It's completely different. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's you're basically playing a different game when you do a, a race versus when you're just doing a speedrun on your own. So what are your guys' mindset? Yeah, I'll start with Apache first. So when you go into a race, what do you what's different between that and then going into a PV? The way you practice for races is completely different. When you know there's a race coming up, um, you have to start putting yourself into every bad situation that can happen. You have to start putting yourself into it just so you can know what to do. Like, um, I'm not going to give everything away because, you know, majors <laughs> here. But stuff like Ocelot, I would purposely fail the Ocelot, the Ocelot fight. Mm -hmm. So I can get used to every position he'll go to in the room. Um, so I know, like, okay, it's a fail run left. I know what to do now. Fail run right. Where can I hit him from? If he goes behind this rock, where can I move to without ever being able to stop taking hits on him? Uh, what happens if he's stuck behind the tree with the markor and he's looking at the markor and I can't see him? What can I do to bring him out? Can I damage him? D things like that. Like, I have to know everything to do when things go wrong good point good point i'm just taking some notes here <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll go with that uh mini do you treat do you think or is that the same mindset you have or do you treat it as a pb attempt 
so when I do races, and I guess also to the extension of when I do marathon runs, because I kind of treat them the same, mm-hmm. I practice for them by just doing a full run. And just, like, the second I start my stream, I beat the game, no matter what happens. Because you won't get to reset when you're... Or you will be able... You could, but you obviously <laughs> wouldn't win at that point. So... You gotta, you gotta be able to play through bad mistakes that you make, and just or like, you know, a, a time loss you didn't see coming. You gotta play through everything. So the a way I always practice for these things is I just, I just boot up my console and I just do a run. It doesn't matter how rusty I am or like if I'm failing something. I just go and beat the game mm-hmm. because when you're just when you're just going for PBs or if you're just going for the record. If you make one mistake that loses you a bunch of time, you can just turn off the console and then start again. You can just reset the timer. But when you're in when you're in a race environment where you have to like beat the game in one sitting regardless of what happens, you can't do that. So you have to focus more on consistency than nailing absolutely every single hard strategy. Mm. Is the main thing. Right, uh, major. It's, at least that's how I see it. Personally. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I get what you're saying. Uh, major, how do you treat marathons, races? Consistency. Simple as that. You gotta go for consistency. If you're going for all of the high level strats in a race, in particular a race, mm-hmm. you're gonna be in for a bad time, more likely than not. In a marathon, you can get away with it because you know the worst you can do is go overestimate. But in a race, you lose the, the, the point of the, of the whole thing is, is defeated if you, if you, you know, do really badly. Um, so I go for whatever I can do consistently. Um, and if you've seen the state of high-level MGS3 gameplay lately, Apache mm-hmm. and I are both doing things like 1 HP Fury. That's insane. You, you, you literally look at fire and you die. That's not race viable. <laughs> you absolutely cannot go for things like that. So consistency really is key. For racing i don't know i think you guys should go for one hp fury in the tournament yeah Apache, you should go for <laughs> one hp that's fury just my two you go for it uh, i'll leave I'm, it for you Apache, I, since you're I'm the a, i might i might <laughs> go for it i might do it cool. all, right, all right fair enough okay so we'll go let's talk about the matchups first matchup jag versus big o um apache start off give me your thoughts on this matchup you better be scared if you're racing Jack because he literally can beat anyone in pretty much any Metal Gear game. I mean, I mean, he beat, he beat Limes in MGS2. Like, that, that's surprising. Mm-hmm. Huge upset, a lot of people would say. But that's, uh, you know, a testament to Jack. He just, he, he, you know, he's played so much. He, he's prepared for pretty much any situation. He's failed in every single room in MGS3 multiple times. Like, he knows what to do um, when stuff goes wrong. He's one of the most interesting players in three because he has such a wide range of, of strats. He'll use something that hasn't been seen since 2007 in a room. Then he'll he'll use, like, in the next room, he'll do, like, the multi-segment rank up yeah. strat. He'll do, like, the newest Mountain 2. Then, like, he'll do, like, a weird old Mountain 3. He, <laughs> he's, has such, he's just been playing the game so long. He has such a wide range of game knowledge. Um, you got to be scared to face him, but... Big O Chief, he's probably the newest runner 
I think he's yeah, he's the newest. Yes, definitely. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But he's only learned modern stuff. He doesn't know like the old stuff. He he wasn't there. Like he's never done an old end strat. You know, where you run all the way around to him. He's never he's never seen that. It, the as a patch uh, gets patchy? cut off. Um, is it, that race is going to come down to who gets the most game overs? Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, yeah, that's before, probably before the case, I go yeah. into my thoughts. Uh, Mini, what do you think of this matchup? Do you agree with Apache? So I think the main thing is Jag. If if he's anything, he's consistent. He he may not like like Apache said. He may not always in every single room go for the fastest strategy. But you could ask him at like almost any point to like do an MGS three run, and he could and he could beat it in a reasonable time frame. Like he is, he is a very consistent player at almost all the MGS games. So now, of course, that doesn't mean that he like just simply can't make mistakes. That's impossible. No one, no one play, can play like that. But because he doesn't go for the fastest thing in like every single area if you're willing to risk it you can beat him by going for some of the harder stuff just sprinkled throughout because as long as you just play like you know a little bit consistent maybe like a little bit behind him but then go for like some really fast strategy in some room that he doesn't do and then just keep that going you can beat him so I think I think it's going to come down to like Apache said like who gets the most continues and if any of them go for like some really difficult strategy to save time. That's pretty much what it's going to come down to. Major? No, I think these guys nailed it. Um Jag's a very consistent runner. He's a force to be reckoned with. And we've said it before and we'll say it again. Anyone with even a moderately decent time has a very real chance to win this. Absolutely. Um, it's not all that uncommon for Apache and I just to throw a run and get like a 120 or even a 121. So anyone who has a PB around that time is absolutely in it to win it. They have a real chance to win it. So I wouldn't count just about anyone out. It's funny you say you throw a race and you get a 120, which uh, four of the runners in this tournament don't even have a 120 for a pb yeah i guess but that's a hardware limitation thing though we're on we're on load remover okay. yeah we're Fair. on load remover uh, so that's another thing that obviously goes way back so many of these runners have just been playing on weird hardware i, I think we even i think we even have some people running on a fat uh ps3 but joe's ps3 is notoriously yeah, messed up. I remember. I remember our race where <laughs> I was. I was looking at Joe's black screens, and it was like twice as long as mine. And people were like, "Is Sparty right. on low trick? Like, why is he on low trick and Joe isn't?" Anyway, um, so I'm very excited to see how this turns out. I, I, like I said, I don't think we can count anyone out. I really don't. If if both runners, if Big O Chief and Jag are on their A game, right? I haven't seen too many Big O's runs. But if both are on their A game, both are executing their strats, whatever you know version of the strats they know flawlessly, who do you think comes out on top? If I had to put a, a name on it, I'd say, I'd say, Jag. 
just because he's more experienced. He's mm-hmm. he's ready with the backup. He knows he knows how to handle when things go wrong, like Apache said. And experience does play a huge role. Big O is still very new to the game. I feel like Big O, the way Big O plays, is the second, and this is a good way to learn the run, but the second something goes wrong in a room, Big O is going to be thinking about hitting the fake death pill and restarting, mm. whereas Jag knows what to do with nuances inside of the room and that is the hardest thing to teach in the game and it's the it only comes from just playing over and over and over again mm-hmm. and i don't yeah. think big o will have the same readiness for nuance but that could backfire for you as well if like let's say you start the fury and things don't go your way um if you fake death pill reset you know get the loop down instead of trying to salvage the run and then all of a sudden he's flying everywhere i think it could hurt or help you in both situations yeah it, for sure and like that's when like for example um warehouse goes wrong first time you go for the warehouse you mess up on your movement and you know mm. you can't get to the first guard in time knowing that and knowing you have to reset is good but there's smaller nuances where you get seen by a guard slightly earlier and he begins mm. to notice you and you know you have to take a better line to avoid him just like i can't i can't describe a perfect situation but um i i just don't think bigo has the same knowledge of the game that jack does here's actually like, if, a good idea of this like in in using the backups that you know and like knowing what to do when this happens something that can like very rarely happen when you're doing uh, Rosfet on the first visit, so in Virtuous Mission, you're doing the, the two auto-aim shots on the guy on that upper level. If the second one, if one of those shots misses, usually it's the second, right? But if any of those shots miss, he's going to get alerted and he's going to turn around and you're going to get a caution, right? And right. if that happens, most people don't see that because that's like, very rare but it can happen but if it does it, it it can seem like it would mess things up but if you just get like to that like little like brick wall that's in the way and then crouch down and then you know peek up and then get a headshot on him mm-hmm. you can avoid most of the damage that would happen from a caution as long as you do it fast but again most people aren't ready for that right so it it's highly possible that that happens and then someone just panics because they're like, why well, I don't know what to do here. Mm-hmm. I've never had this happen before. So give me your Minnie, why did you have to plant that seed in my head? I didn't know <laughs> that's going to happen to me now. <laughs> I can't believe you just spoke that into existence. I mean... Oh, you commentators so... <laughs> curse us a week in advance, Minnie. It can, it can, it can happen. It's, it's very... You can have those auto-aim shots missed because any... Any auto-aim shot by holding L1 and aiming can miss. It's not guaranteed. No matter... I mean, obviously, unless you're, like, right up in front of them. But, like, it, it those shots can miss. What else you're can out of order wrong, for maybe. even saying it. What else could go wrong? Let's <laughs> I'm just saying... Not. Well, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, you know what to do now. <laughs> I also told you what to do, so... Yeah, <clears> true. He's, he's you know. bringing us solutions, to be fair. <laughs> what's your what's your prediction, Mini? Who do you think takes this race? Oh man, um, if I had to like, uh, see, I don't like saying like who I think is gonna win because it makes it sound like I'm I'm not rooting for the other player. Because in reality, mm-hmm. I just want I just want a great a great show. Mm-hmm. But if we're just going like 
raw gameplay and nothing else. I feel like Jag has a slight advantage, like we've all been saying. But again, anything can happen. Like anything can happen. There could be some unexpected, you know, alert that continue that sets Jag back a bit, yeah. and then Big O can go through, or he maybe he goes for some harder strategy that is way faster, and he nails it, and now he's got a good lead. So it, mm-hmm. there's really. It, like, it's really anyone's game, personally. That's how I see it. So, you heard it here first. Mini is rooting for Jaguar King and wants Big O to lose. Let's go to <laughs> the uh, next matchup. Me versus Joe. Uh, we raced, actually, on the channel in one of the relay races. Um, and I've raced three. I've raced four. I've raced two. I think those are the three games I've raced before, but uh, we'll start with uh, Major. What do you think of this matchup? I think it's going to be interesting because, like said before, Joe has a really messed up PS3, so we really mm-hmm. don't know what his PB is, would be in terms of time alone. We can right. we can see his skill as a player, though, and we know he's good, mm-hmm. especially since he did that I'm No Rookie session with Apache about six months ago or so. We saw huge improvements when he did that. Um, so I think this is going to be a good race, personally, with the loader mover. I'm not sure. Patchy, we'll go to you. I think, um, I think Joe, like, he he's never really kicked into his stride in three. Like, he's obviously running multiple Metal Gear games. Um, he, he, he tries to get great times in all of them. Um, he's never really, like, he, if you've ever seen him play Twin Snakes or 2, like, he's so damn good at those games. Um, he will get to that level in 3. Mm. He's just taken an interest in other games as a priority. Right. Um, if he plays cleanly, you'll have a really hard time facing him. But Joe um, has definitely had some problems in the early game. Uh, from Because I watch Joe play all the time. I watch Joe stream all the time. Um if he hits those continues in the early game, I, I, I don't think you will. I think you're... Um, from from what I've seen of you both playing, you're a more consistent player. Um, but I feel like you guys never I don't know. see me play streaming attempts. I think you guys always see what's my good runs, but never see what's my bad run. <laughs> yeah, possibly, because that's, that's the thing. Like you don't, you, you don't stream like Joe does. Joe streams right. pretty much every day. We watch him play all the time, mm-hmm. um, and and like you have a better end game, but Joe has enough time to learn the end game between now and the the event. There's also like new game, new game plus. I'm assuming you're going to play on new games party, and Joe's going to play on new game plus. I'm on new game plus. I'm learning the new game plus route. Uh, you're all nerds. I'm going to play on new game. You're the only one. I think no. I think you and Jag will be on new game. Everyone nah, else. Jag, will. Jag will as well. Maybe Big O. I'm not Big a butcher. Man. I'm an artist. New game. Listen, the the race with with Joe. I think he goes for Foxhound, so I'll go for Foxhound as well. Um, but if I were to race anyone that doesn't care about Foxhound, I'll be a butcher in that race. Um, Maybe. You gotta learn it. You have to learn it. It's not just a case of you save time by saying, "Oh, I'm gonna lethal now." You have to know how to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Mini, what do you think of this matchup? 
So for me personally, this is the race I am looking forward to the most. I'm be hundred percent honest because both of you guys have a very similar like play style. You know, we're both going for Foxhound, both going for like not like super super fast strategies, but like still really good ones and ones that like are you're very consistent with. So I think this is honestly going to be the most this is the one I'm the most excited for because it truly no matter what like you can talk about all the stuff that you do personally when you play Sparty and then what Joe does I really can't make an accurate prediction it can go literally either way and I think to make a prediction on this race specifically because I could probably make like decent predictions on all the other ones this one I can't it's just this is the one I'm most excited for I gotta see it. I gotta commentate it. Alright, well I'll try and to something you. about Joe is <laughs> Joe is stone cold. Absolutely yes, that also, yeah. he's a really good racer. Yeah. I'm not stone cold. He doesn't He doesn't let his mistakes get to him mm. in terms of doing a race is the other thing. Yeah. That's well, like one doesn't... of the hardest things about marathon runs and race and race events it's just like when you make a mistake not letting that affect the rest of your gameplay that's hard he's not affected by previous events either like last race results things like that he does it's a totally new thing every time like it does i'm sure it does bother him i'm sure he doesn't want to lose like you know i'm I'm sure you know he thinks oh you know i wish i could have won that etc but it doesn't go any further than the initial feeling mm-hmm. and it never prevents him from coming back to event. I mean, you know, we we're like, Oh, we're going to do an MGS three tournament. He's like, I'm in like, he doesn't care that he's, he's lost previous races. Um, he's me and me and Joe race friendly all the time. He's never beaten me, but he'll always race again. He'll always go again. I think, I think that's dangerous. Yeah. So major, you don't think I'm stone cold? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, I've never seen you race three. Or at least I, I don't remember. Well, no way. Yeah, you've seen him race Joe at the real Yeah, no, yeah right. Yeah, I calmed you. Digging yourself a deeper Ignore hole me. right now, Major. Ignore me. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna see a guy come out. All right. <laughs> okay. So we need predictions. Uh, Major, since you said that about me, I'm gonna put you on the spot first. <laughs> um it's it's a good race man it could go either way i'd say you have a slight edge okay i went from not being stone cold to having a slight edge i'll take it hey, I, I never said hey the fact i never I'm said just, you're i'm just okay. messing with you i'm just messing with you patchy we'll go we'll go to you i i think you'll win sparty i'll probably put a bet on it on the channel as well um Ooh. that you'll win but it's not to say that that's not to say that Joe couldn't beat you because he could. Yeah. And me, and, I'm you guessing know, you don't want to yeah. give a prediction for this one. We've lost Mini. <laughs> His he dog has is gone. barking. He has gone quiet. His okay, dog, dog is barking. All right. Um, so since yeah, I'll I'll just say a few words about my matchup before uh, Mini gets back on. But I agree. That this race can go either way. Um, I remember uh, when I raced them before, 
it looked a little lopsided because one, it was my loads were so much better than Joe's. So he was already behind the ball um, without even like his fault. And two, it's the fury. Actually, there's two boss fights that scare me. First is the pain. I hate the pain. Um, that's a boss fight that I fail more times than I care to admit. I just miss way too many headshots and it gets out of uh, out of hand. And then I end up taking a fake death pill. Sometimes like much later than I should have to reset it. So it's that fight plus the fury. Um, he held host. Like, Joe had a good fury. I think it only took him like two or three tries. So not the best, but he did get it back. But I think I just got lucky getting him on my first try. Like those two things, I think um, went in my favor, which I can see easily get flipped uh the other way um so we'll go to the semi-finals and finals um so the winner of jag big o will face major uh apache is there any chance one of them could beat major or what do you give like the probability of that i mean it's possible but it's a very very low low chance um major is the best player uh, in mgs3 by quite a margin um and that margin gets bigger the further you know you you go through people's pbs um it would the only way i see him losing is if he makes big costly mistakes um something like um I was about to say something that can be a mistake, but I'm not even saying it out loud because it's just so horrendous. But something like getting hit by the end and being sent back to the to yeah, the lab. That's my biggest um, fear in the whole race is that right there. It's, you know, so, something like... It, it'd have to be horrendous. The Fury would have to hold him hostage because even if he gets continues, and I don't think it's beyond Major to fail at rooms and, and lose time, but he'll just keep coming back and he'll just you know he'll 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 play exceptionally in 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 every room and you know he he is going to be tough to beat it would take something ridiculous i think yeah yeah i'm right in the in the boat with you uh i think it'll have <laughs> excuse me it'll be it'll come down to something huge going wrong for major um just because of the strats i've seen of him pull off even not in like pb attempts just just uh, marathon when he did like the legacy uh episode and that was just like you know no reset run um so it'd have to be something quite major if you, you would say for him to lose oh my god um, <laughs> uh so while we we're still waiting on mini uh major do you no, have I'm, any... I'm here I'm oh here. you're here <laughs> all right mini what do you think do you think uh there's a decent shot at either Big O or Jag taking out Major. I think I gotta agree with what Apache said. It like obviously it would be absurd to say that there's no way it could happen because that's not true. But again, like Major is very, very good and very consistent. And if Major is only going for strategies that he feels like can nail every single time, he, there's gonna have to be some freak accident. If we're being, if I'm being honest, there's going to be some freak accident that happens in his run that yep. causes him to get a continue in some like really long room, and then he has to do that all over again. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. But again, 
it's not impossible or and and so anyone can play just have one run there's you don't know why but for some reason this one run you're just playing out of your mind it can yeah. happen to anyone yeah i think this comes so, down to like what happened with d limes with mgs2 it'd have to be something major like that um but uh major we've been blowing smoke you know where what do you think <laughs> You're asking me to bet against myself, man. I'm not saying bet against <laughs> yourself, but but just compare like just, what you do yeah. versus the other runners. Like, I think you're in the same boat as us. That yeah. There's a reason why you have the world record. Um, it would just have to come down to something like a big mistake for it to flip. Yeah, you guys have already hit on all the high points. I mean, my my, you know, I go for dumb stuff. I go for dumb stuff that other people don't. I'm not going to do a lot of that in the, in the in the tournament. I don't think that's going to come as a big surprise to anyone. I'm not doing one HP Fury. It's just not happening. So that's mm-hmm. automatic time loss there. Uh, that that really stuff like that really helps narrow the playing field. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like you said, anything could happen. Uh, the host, uh, sorry, <laughs> the Fury could hold you. The hostage could hold the you Fury hold for you minutes fury. and minutes. Yeah, the hostage can hold you a fury for minutes and minutes, and he does not take prisoners. Well, he right. does when he, he does when he does, and then he just kills you anyway. Um, so something like what what happened to limes in uh, at ESA could happen where we just take continue after continue mm-hmm. down to no fault of our own at a really long section like the fury, right? Or even uh, one silent killer is the very last room with guards in it. You make one small mistake, and every guard suddenly looking in your direction and running towards you. You shoot the wall in the wrong place, or shoot the wall at all, and the guard's just beelining it straight for you, and then mm-hmm. that's 30 seconds plus of time loss. So it's a really long room. Those, those continues can be punishing, and then you yeah. can just take small ones that stack up. There's so many ways that this could go wrong for any racer. Nobody has it in the bag. Nobody. Yeah, I agree. agree. Um, moving on to the Apaches. So he'll go up against the winner of myself and Joe. Um, we'll start with you, Mini. Is it the same story where, uh, compared to Major, where Apache's going to have to run into some mistakes to to lose? Or do you think myself or Joe can beat him if we're both in our A game? I feel like if, if depending on, like, how... Because, like, of course, like, if if you guys are on your A game and you're just nailing everything... And Apache decided, you know, oh, I'm just going to play, like, I'm just going to do a run. I'm just going to play all the sections I know safe. Try not to go for, like, too many things that are too risky and try not to lose too much time from, like, safety strategies. But, like, if you guys are playing, like, really well, yeah, you would you would be able to beat him. I think it just mostly comes down to, again, like, how, if Apache makes some kind of mistake of some kind, then you guys would have an easier shot at catching up to him or beating him. But I don't think that's like the end all be all. Like it has to be, Oh, the top players, all they do is make one mistake and then anyone can beat them in a race. Right. I don't think that's true. Everyone in this event, if they're playing well, can beat anyone like just straight up. That's just how it is. It's a race. It, Mistakes are very punishing in three. Very punishing, especially on European Extreme. So that's why I think anyone can take it, personally. 
Apache, what do you think of your second or your first round matchup? You've got absolutely no chance of beating me. <laughs> neither, neither of you. Like Joe's never beat me in a race. Um, you know, you're you're off tanning Call of Duty Warzone, and also we're not addressing the simple fact is like, how do you know I'm second seed? Like I could still beat Major's time before Friday, get first seed, and play Jago Bigo. So we could. That could. That is a possibility. Nah. Yes. Like I. I, 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 I Sorry, sorry, Major, I interrupt you, mate. No, uh, seating is not set until the day of. Anyone could change. Yeah, and I, I do want that seed. I mean, if I, if I beat if I beat Major's time um, with the load remover, can I have this first seed? Like, who's who's in charge of that? Uh, I'm in charge of that, and I say no. <laughs> Big rip. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, on the on load remover, you're gonna see that. Um, you know, I, I've had some problems with my PS3 as well. Um, some some suspect loads in places. Um, my time on the board should be, should be better than it is. Um, I think load remover actually gives a big uh, advantage to me. Not advantage because it makes it fairer, right? But I'm no longer held by any disadvantages that my PlayStation might have. Mm. Um, Joe's never beat me in a race. And so I feel pretty confident racing him. Um, Sparty, you're a bit more unknown. I, I just think I'll be okay, based on like experience I have in races. And like at the end of the day, you want to be first to beat me in a race. Um, you know, I welcome I welcome the challenge. As a famous person once said, "You play to win the game." So I'm not gonna write anyone off in this race. Um, I think Mini and Major hit the nail on the head when they said. There's so many things that could go wrong in this game, um, and some are much more costly than others. Um, so we'll leave it at that. Let's go to the big finish. Um, so I really want to thank you guys for setting up this MGS3 Euro tournament. Um, I remember there was like trying to get interest in maybe a VE tournament or a VE league. I, I can't remember what it was for MGS3, but I was all in. Um, I saw the MGS2 tournament uh, being broadcasted on MGSR, and I thought that was so cool, the whole league and tournament when, when it was in the later rounds. Um, it was a shame that I didn't know that game at all to participate, but as soon as I heard the MGS3 was doing this tourney thing, I said, I'm all in. I don't care if it's uh, a different difficulty. I said I'd learn it by the time uh, it came out. So uh, glad it's on Euro. I am learning New Game Plus now. Major, are you running New Game Plus as well? What, you want me to show my hand like that? <laughs> yeah, you gotta give us a little preview. We have competition here. Alright, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna have a weapon that most people wouldn't normally have. It's the, the easy gun. The easy gun. I'm using the easy gun. Okay, okay. <laughs> Should I bring this up? I don't know if I'll bring this up now. Maybe I'll bring it up another time. But I was talking to Major about allowing easy gun on Euro. But, uh, let's, uh, different topic for a different time um apache i know you're running new game jag will be running new game joe is running new game plus i will be running new game plus i don't know what big o runs i saw his time was on new game i don't know if that's going to change i think he'll stick to new game you guys know i think so i, I, I think, think so. he'll stick to new game yeah i think he'll play new game okay um so first round matchup it will be on the 26th of February. 
Um, as again, Jag goes against Big O, I go against uh, Joe. Um, I remember we touched this base on this a little bit, but who came up with this whole MGS3 Euro tourney? Was it Major wanted to do very easy, and he wanted to do something. Major wanted to do some MGS3 VE because he wanted to see the same thing that happened with two people getting excited about running three. But um, my initial thought was that we've done the lowest difficulty quite a lot on the channel. I mean, not just in league, but in um, in every episode of No Rookie, people in VE, MGS2. Um, like, we've got some damn good capable runners. Let's, let's, let's see what it's like on the hardest difficulty. And I'll say this, this, this won't be the last MGS three Euro tournament. There's like four, five new players all play all like learning Euro and beginning their journey into it. They're going to want to race soon. And I think, you know, in a few months time, something like that, we'll have a, an even bigger Euro tournament to look forward to. Um, Major, any, uh, so would you like to see more Euro Extreme Major, or would you like to switch it up to a different difficulty if we were to do another tournament? Either one's cool. I like the game. I like I like running VE and I like running Euro. They're both fun. I think that at some point we should do VE. Of course. Yeah. For sure. um, yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's a really good difficulty for getting people into the game, and it teaches you the fundamentals right. and movement, just you know general playing the game so i think it's really good that we have it we should have a tournament on it, on it. yeah be a cool excuse for me to learn be as well uh mini what do you think about yeah. this uh this uh tourney as uh you as a spectator as a long time viewer of uh, mgs3 speedrunning what do you think about it well uh doing an mgs3 tournament has been something that even before like a lot of the new the new blood in the speed mgs speedrunning scene like started to you know show their hand start playing the game get really good even back then on the old school people always wanted to do that we wanted to have like some sort of tournament for mgs3 there was of course unfortunately not enough people playing at the time to do it i think there was like a couple exhibitions but there wasn't like there wasn't any like you know tournament like this so I think that the game deserves a lot more tournaments in the future, and specifically, there needs to be another European Extreme one that isn't so, like, you know, uh, doesn't sprout up so out of the blue so that I can actually participate <laughs> in this. <laughs> because I, I've, I've still got plans to... I really want to come back to the game. It's just right now, it's not the best time. Mm -hmm. And then when that got brought up, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not ready, but I want to play. <laughs> so there there has to be another one, if only so I can join it. That's I'll, I'll, I'll join the other one, just for mini. <laughs> we'll get him in one of these tournaments. This, this, uh, this... There's people missing as well. It's not just the new people learning it. Have I, has my mic cut out? No, no, no. No, you're here. good. No, you're okay. good, yeah. Uh, right, right, no worries. Um, yeah, there's not just, like, new people learning it, but there's a lot of people missing. Like, Kakari, he isn't going to play in the tournament, right? He, he just isn't going to do that. That's fair enough. There's no pressure. Um, right now, Raichu doesn't want to play the game. You know, he's not interested. Fair enough. Hope that changes one day. 
because uh, I'm pretty sure Raichu could boot up his console and win races, you know, tomorrow with mm. with with no practice. He he has been around. I'd love to see some of the older players like, uh, you know, Cerberus, VPP, Molotov. Like, I I want to see those people playing the game again. That would be cool. Um, you know, if we had all the new players running the game and all the old players come back, we we would have like a a, a number of people running MGS3 to rival like even MGS2. Yeah. yeah, there'd be a lot of players. Especially on the Euro scene, like you said. Um, MGS2... MGS3 might take over, like, active runners for, for Euro Extreme. And then you also have, like, Rav. The Rav, I believe. Um, another Euro runner, uh, Blackie. From, mm-hmm. I think he uh, put a submission for yeah, the, the Relay. Or the Marathon. I, I think we get to see something quite cool. Um, because we've got OCM and vermilion ocm's just started running mgs3 he's started on euro and then vermilion uh he's running very easy and now he's going to switch to euro from like next week (laughs) we'll actually get to answer the question of like is it beneficial to learn very easy first or should you just start on euro we'll actually get to see the result of that i mean obviously if different people uh can can do that differently um you know vermilion it's like his second speed game whereas ocm it's probably like his 930th so it's not a a perfectly fair comparison but we will get an inkling on really how that works with two people starting at a similar time Uh, i'll leave it out to to you guys do you have any parting words to give the stream before we uh call it a podcast here Yeah, uh, go boot up your console right now and play Metal Gear Solid 3. Go and there's play. a VE guide coming out for it, too. Yeah. Oh. Just go play MGS3, guys. What are you doing? Go why, play are you, it. why are you here? <laughs> go, just go play it. I agree. Get up from your PC, go to your console, and go play MGS3. Do not touch the game console off right now. Go boot up your console, learn MGS3. Boot up the console. We're going to have more tournaments, we're going to have more events for MGS3, so... The last thing we want to say is I just think three. I just think people are in for an absolute treat. I th- I think it's going to be a really good tournament. I want to win. If I don't win, I'm not going to feel bad. I'm just glad it's happening, and I I really hope people enjoy the next MGSR foray into competitive Metal Gear speedrunning. Yeah, yeah, and I want to thank um, Mini Apache and Major for joining me. I want to thank them for setting up this tournament um win or lose i'm looking forward to this um to see who takes it major is the favorite we'll see if anyone can knock him down and take that title of the first ever um mgs3 tournament champ yeah good luck to to all the racers so make sure you guys tune in february 26 27 28th um we'll have that tournament on twitch.tv slash metal gear speedrunners um so this has been episode nine of the mandatory codec Codec. Codec. Um, Thanks for listening, and I will see you guys for episode 10.